This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text the show on 81215. You really can. We are live in the studio. Please text the show on 81215. Or you can follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Frank on the radio. Email the show via the Absolute Radio website. There's a bit before the show, the live show begins, there's a bit where I say this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio and then go, and I never, I always forget every week that that bit's going to happen. Mm. And I'm in, I'm saying on Absolute Radio and not knowing what I'm going to say next. And one week I'm going to say something, I'm worried, majorly controversial, and that'll be the end oh, of my yeah. career. Could happen. Oh, oh no. Stress of it. <laughs> it would just be quite a sort of petty way to go as it well. It would, would not even oh. like the show proper. It's on yeah. the ramp. Oh, oh, you're worth more than that. Speaking of what I'm worth, <laughs> oof. If I, I mean, morally. Gather round. If I. Um, How are you doing, Al? I pull my chair in. I'm listening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just pull your chair in. <laughs> I, um. If I arrived today. Now, this is a serious question. Mm. If I arrived in Crocs oh, today, yeah. what would be your response to that? I mean, mainly laughter. Okay. What about you, Em? Why are you even bothering to ask me? Okay. I mean, you know the response, right? I would also give you some kudos in my head. I'd be thinking, <laughs> you know, he's made his money. He's stopped caring. He's yeah. turned up in Crocs. Okay. Well, okay. So, <laughs> fair enough. I'd give you some he's animal got, He's got a partner. He's not bothered. Good for him. Now, I took my son to get him some Crocs. He's um, allowed. Today. And I don't know if I told you this, but the last time I took him to the shoe shop to get him Crocs, the woman measured him and she said, um, he is um, in between Crocs at the moment. Oh, yeah. Uh, and she said, you must wait, he's too, too smart to be. Mm-hmm. So um, I couldn't get him, he was in between Crocs. So and now he's hit, he's hit the next Croc, basically. Oh. But I was getting them and it did occur to me, why, where did Crocism come yeah. from? <laughs> Because oh, when they yeah. first came out, I, I it remind I, you know I remember when kiwi fruits first hit the shelves, yeah, mm. and there was quite a you know a hubbub of yeah. excitement. Oh, what you tried those? Yeah, green but sweet. <laughs> Some and of them taste a bit bananary. That Do must they? have been that must have been discussed a lot oh. in the early kiwi fruits. And with the um, Did they taste with the coat, which is a bit. I've had an argument with the wife. I'm sleeping <laughs> on the sofa. <laughs> That's why yeah. I love that kiwi fruit. Yeah, but you know, it was it was a revelation. But I seem to remember when Crocs came out, mm. there was quite a pause a pause vibe initially. Oh yeah. Oh, these th- have you seen those um, Crocs? He just they don't need laces, no velcro, and people <laughs> say he's lost it. He's using range, the phrase you know, "pause vibe." There's a range, uh, a range of colours, <laughs> and it was like the um, you know Birkenstocks was what your sort of Guardian yeah. reader went for, and the Crocs was the man's. The well, man's. I can remember well, the first pair I ever saw, and I can remember who was wearing them. Who was wearing them? Ross and the Herbal. Oh, right. well, there Sorry, you go. why are we talking like this? It's like, where was I when Kennedy was shot? I think it's I a mean, similar but, thing. I think it's more, similar re- more relevant. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Well, can I tell you what's happened, Frank? Crocs... I mean, I have to be honest, I never went through the... the I don't have those misty watercoloured memories because, for me, it was always chefs and children. <laughs> Well, chefs, I think chefs have... I mean, they've embraced them, mm. certainly. But um, I, kind of, I have a friend who um, is a, a violinist and he wears them. Well, notice you don't want to name him, though. What does that mm. tell you about Crocs? Well, I don't, no, I... Um, <laughs> don't think Nigel Kennedy counts. <laughs> <laughs> but I... I, I, I just, I don't know how we... Look, look let's, if there's anyone out there, 8, 12, 15. <laughs> why? What's going to happen now? Why did the Crocs backlash happen? <laughs> that, that's what I 
want to know because I don't know why it happened. I don't know when it happened. They went from oh, I interviewed Heidi Klum once. She wasn't in she, them, was she? She'd got her own um, brand with uh, decorate. You remember the croc decorations um, when that happened? <laughs> so you could put little like, flowers on and stuff. <laughs> oh, charms! That croc was when charms. they were still in the nation's heart. Uh oh. <laughs> um, but now. <laughs> I think, am I identifying with Crocs here in some way? That's what worries me. Frank Skinner. I'll tell you what, Frank, you've lit up yeah. the switchboard Have on I? the old um, texting about Crocs request. <laughs> Does there any, uh, any interesting theories? Um, well, well th- uh, 092 has said five pairs of Crocs... Uh, Five pairs of Crocs convert. 50,000 surgeons can't be wrong. Oh, surgeons wear white Crocs. We hadn't thought of those, had we, in our um, job titles that wear Crocs? Surgeons can wear the hell what they want. They can. uh, What would put me off that is if you're wearing the Crocs and socks, when you take your surgeon shoes off, (laughs) there's like blood in the shape of the holes in the Crocs (laughs) where it's splashed over the side of them. Yeah. (laughs) Um, well, what worries me is we've now got mask wearing mandated because surgeons wear them. Yeah. And, and I don't mm-hmm. want mandated Crocs by this government. Yeah, but why not? <laughs> why not, Al? Well, I tell you, um, we've had um, on Twitter, Gorgeous G111, you see those holes. That's where a little of your soul leaks out every time you wear them. <laughs> this is why the string vest was vetoed, I suppose. <laughs> There are people that have problems with groupings of small holes, aren't there? It's a, it's a phobia. I can't remember what it's called. Yes. Oh, yeah. Tryptophobia. Oh, we talked about it with the... Um, lovely work. The new iPhone or mm. something. Other and phones crumpets. are available. Crumpets, yes. Yep. Oh, yes. Love yeah. a crumpet person. And uh, Billy I Am says, you used them to mince beef. I know, I know what he means. I oh, know I did, yeah. Mm. Yeah, um, I did them on um, I, Room 101. Scarlet Moffat tried to put them into Room 101, which I didn't allow. But yes, I, I, I put um, sausage meat into them to make. But, you know, on panel shows, they're, you yeah. know, they're good money panel shows, but, you know, you don't want them in your time capsule. <laughs> but uh, this, is a, this is a show for truth. This, this is where this you one. get my heart. This is not me joking. I genuinely... They seem yeah. a really clever, practical shoe. I don't know why people have turned against it. Have them. you bought yourself a pair? Is that what the end of this story No, is? I've got a pair. It's not like I'm after a pair or anything. I've right. got a pair. But I realise that I have yeah. been shamed into just putting them on, you know, to go and get the, What's to the bins. and your worst colour? Mine is khaki. Makes me ill. Oh. Khaki. I've got, I've got uh, I don't know what I'd call mine. Tan. <laughs> I've got oh, a tan pair. Tan. Yeah, it's tan. Tan's my worst crop. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't thought of it until now, but that's nailed it. <laughs> my son asked for um, Tottenham Blue. Oh. So that's why he... Why is it OK when children wear it, though? I mean, they're Cute. allowed. Yeah, but yeah. then again, if I came in a one-piece uh, <laughs> suit with a hood on it, you yeah. think, well, that's a bit weird. Yeah, if my shoes wow. had wheels on. I'd say he doesn't normally do that in public, is what yeah. I'd say. Shoes on wheels, I, I, I don't see why that would be. Uh, I think, um, I mean, not for the elderly. <laughs> <laughs> that would be ridiculous. But uh, um, yeah, I um, it was my partner's um, birthday um, at the weekend. I won't say how old she was, but it was a big one. It was one of the mm. big. I'll go on. I'll say it. She was eighteen. <laughs> and no, she wasn't. She wasn't. <laughs> Can I ask you a question? If I said she was 94, would that be better or worse than she was 18? Uh, the producer's nodding as if better, I better. think. Better, 94 Much would be better. better. Isn't, that, um, isn't that strange that, isn't it? How, how, we, how we balance it? <laughs> courting death is more acceptable than courting life. Yeah. Um, but uh, no, she's obviously she's a bit older than that. I'll be I'll be straight with you. But I bought her um, I bought her a present, and um, well, I'm gonna I'll tell you after after the break because it's uh, it's a compli- well, it's, it's not complicated, but I'm already feeling anxiety in my shoulders. I'm tensing it at the shoulders. I don't think it was Crocs, do you? <laughs> no, it wasn't Crocs. <laughs> it wasn't Crocs. Oh my! I kind of never thought of that. 
Radio. As I say, it was my partner's uh, birthday. And oh, yes. um, it's a big one. And I, I bought her um, Apple Music. Now, I All don't know if it. you know, it's a streaming mm. service. I'm, I'm a, a fan myself. Yes, well, I was, um, I was at the Brits one year and there was a, a three-month trial thing mm-hmm. and I thought I'd give it a go. And don't I, say you bought, gave her that. Um, no. <laughs> oh, God. No, I, I, unfortunately, that had gone. I wish here. I had, as you will see. You're still here, so clearly yeah. not. Yeah, so um, I, I found it life-changing. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> Um, and she loves music, you know. <laughs> Not many people love music more than my partner, so I thought this is the dream mm. gift. So um, I got family Apple Music, me, Boz and Cattle. Oh, yeah. Oh. Lovely. So I sent, you send out, uh, like, email saying, Congra- you know, you, you have Congratulations Apple Music. Congratulations is something pushing like, it. Something like that. <laughs> they send them, I didn't word it. I didn't write the emails. But um, anyway, I got a call from Kath as soon as I realised the emails had, had gone out. And it was as close as she has ever said to me, what is the meaning of this? <laughs> she, um, she said, what? What is this? What's this? And I said, well, um, I know it's a bit early, but she said, no, what is it? I said, I bought you Apple Mute. She said, I don't. I don't want it. I've told you I don't want it. I don't want any more complications in my life. Oh, I see. I said, no, but you just press, like a list comes up, you just, I don't want it, I don't want all that. I don't, no, I told you. I feel the same way as her. I'm a bit scared of that sort of thing, yeah. But it's a very passive... Terrifies me. You go on and search and you might put in, um, well, what might, what, what have I put in recently uh, George, George Jones because I've been Jones. watching the Ken Burns country music uh, oh, documentary you? series which I must say even if you don't like country music is amazing if you do it's through the roof mm. anyway um, do you know Ken Burns no but <laughs> thanks for the tip <laughs> um, he um, he uh, it uh, so she That's reacted. It. You very... put the name in, ten albums come up, you just listen to music. But she won't use it. She's told me she will not use it. I've paid for it now. So that's that. Oh. I mean, it ways of upsetting... We was watching a programme about the history of the nude on BBC Art Coverage. Oh, here we go. And yeah. um, they had some Cranach <laughs> paintings of Adam and Eve. Love Cranach. And I felt a slight tension in the room with the apple <laughs> preferences. <laughs> I felt, honestly, I could feel an atmosphere. Um, so, of, of, of gifts um, I've bought, which mm. I thought this is perfect, that have gone, I can't think of, of a greater gap between no. the anticipation and the result. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Frank, we have had a missive from somebody suggesting that we're being a bit classist discussing Crocs <laughs> because we're sort of laughing at people for wearing them. Well, A, I'm heartily defending them and saying I don't know why people don't like them. B... The people I see wearing them tend to be North London bohemians mm. who've got white hair but a ponytail, <laughs> which isn't a bad thing. <laughs> and often adorned uh, books bag. Adorned mm-hmm. books bag. Um, mm. I, so, We've also um, already covered surgeons. They don't seem like working-class no. heroes <laughs> to I, me. But I'm glad there's still someone uh, keeping an eye out for that sort of thing, but I think on this occasion, um, yes. good on you. Yeah, but I don't. I don't think. Uh, I think the arrow has missed its target. Mm. But um, <laughs> if we do do that, let us know because I don't want to be that person. No. Mm. Um, Apple Music, which is a bit expensive. Mm. Uh, <laughs> I'm just trying to get you know. <laughs> I, also, I love Apple Music. Uh, but um, so that that oh. has. Do I you think you she'll ever come round, Kath? Well, I bought her an iPod once, and she said. 
um, I don't I don't know if I'm ever going to use this. And I said, well, it, I think, you know, it's got music on it. You run, it's perfect. Yeah. She said, yeah, but, you know, I've, I've got used to the mini discs. Oh, yeah. When was that? That was uh, 18 months ago. Not as long ago as, as it should have been. So, mini um, discs. I've got used to the eight track. But this is a woman, I can't tell you, um, like... Oh, the cocktail, look, just lately, the cocktail twins, just that's all I hear coming from the right. office. Ulrich Schnauz, that's her life, is music. It's yeah. perfect. Anyway, it's been rejected heftily. Uh, oh, I got her a Wild Swimming magazine. That went probably better than the uh, much more expensive Apple Music. But oh, it's not about money. It's not. Mm. Oh, was, the, uh, was the celebration a success in... On the whole, um, the day yeah. itself? Generally. Um, there was a conversation when I was called into her bedroom and she said, why have you got caterers in? Oh. Um, so it's, it's not an, she's not an easy woman to buy for. <laughs> but it all, I was trying to make it a special day. But uh, it, it turned out... That it, sounds really nice. Yeah, well, yeah. It, that's what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'd like to apologise to my wife, who I didn't get caterers in on her birthday. Well, in fact, she made a good, dinner. Good choice. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, turned, it all turned out fine. The food was lovely and that, but it was... Um, I think at one point she suggested I'd spoiled her birthday by getting in professional caterers to cook her <laughs> <laughs> uh, So, I'll tell you what was a hit, though. Um, Emily bought um, my son, Buzz, um uh, a Lego Hogwarts. Oh, cool. Um, that's not those things you get on pigs that you think, is that hair or something? Stop to it. Um, and uh, that, now that is a thing um, where if he's looking at a computer screen, I get very anxious. You know, I think, oh, that's bad for him. But he gets utterly lost in Lego. Lost in Lego would have been. We're lost yeah. in Lego. <laughs> Caught in a trap. Ain't no turning back. <laughs> We're lost in Lego. They should use that. <laughs> what do they use that? I can't imagine why. No, it's so cool. Absolutely. I can perfect. imagine it, Frank. I can imagine them doing a sort of show, you know, those sort of like show for kids or something once a day at Legoland. And oh, they'd be singing that. Oh, oh, yeah, and people, <laughs> um, actors who hadn't quite made it, yeah. um, dressed as um, Lego characters, you know, with <laughs> holding their hands like uh, like uh, little hooks. Give it to them, might be Lego. And it would sound a bit session singer and not quite right, the right version. And you'd get those actors that come up to you and start talking to you, and you think, look, I know this is supposed to make it a richer experience, but I've never been more embarrassed in my whole life. <laughs> Uh, I was talking about um, Emily's excellent uh, gift to my uh, son, which was a it's it's a Hogwarts. It included, I think, the Womping Willow. It's, it's the Womping well, Willow, yeah. yeah, with uh, with with car stuck in uh, branches. Well, I got a lovely message. He sent me a picture. The simplicity was nice of the completed Womping Willow as a thank you. Ah, and nice. I replied, and I did a bit of a joke because I thought that might be nice. Bit of bants we have, yeah. Buzz and I. I said, "Oh, I'm so glad you liked it. It looks amazing. Please may I move in?" Now, do you know what I got? I got back a cat cry laughing emoji, <laughs> and that made my day. Oh, the modern world! <laughs> I tried so hard to keep him off the screen. When I watch him on on screen things, I, I you know that when you get a little bit of sick in the back of your throat. <laughs> I yep. get that. But when he's doing Lego, I feel tremendously... I'll tell you what I did think. Do you remember on the show, I think it was last week, we talked about the kid who stuck a Lego piece up his nose. Yeah. I could see he, he's so utterly focused. Mm. I could see that one might do that just as a... Not even think about it whilst you're in the midst of it. Yeah. Mm. I tell you, I, um, I've taken just this last week... And something I haven't done since I lived in um, Oldbury in the West Midlands, I've taken to putting a pencil behind my ear. Oh yeah, because I don't oh, know about you. If I sit writing, if I sit writing, um, I, there's always a moment where I I can't find the pen that I've been yeah. writing with. It's in a fold in my shirt. It's down the side of the 
Yeah. And beyond the ear, I'd, I'd forgotten the mm. convenience. It's a really useful place for it. Yeah, it's um, it's shelving. Yeah. It's got yes. shelving. I mean, you know you've not invented this, don't you? No, no, it was a thing that uh, tradesmen... Yeah. Uh, my dad used to yes. do it. And sometimes you'd have a... I've seen him with a pencil behind one ear and a cigarette behind the other oh. in the golden days. I see it as quite sort of newspaper man in a 1940s film with the spinning sort of uh, headlines. Yeah, but it's, it makes sense because it's so easy if you're sitting writing to put, to put mm-hmm. it in the wrong place. Oh, I recommend that. I've also I've switched very much back to <laughs> One of your modern recommendations. <laughs> Put your pen behind your ear. Yeah, pencil. I've, it's I've a almost real specific duty this show, isn't it? I've almost <laughs> given up on the biro. I cannot live. You know that moment when you're writing with a biro and it stops writing. Just oh. too heartbreaking for you. I hate that I hate so much. It. And it won't even oh. if you go back over. You have to go and scribble on another page. Useless cradle. I hate that. It becomes like you might as well oh. use roll-on deodorant. Oh. Well, suddenly you've got an empty husk in yeah. your hands. <gasps> well, no, but it's uh, the pens. You can see ink in there. It just oh. it yeah. winna come out. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I can't tell you that is one. You know, if I if they bring Room One Hundred One back, I won't be hosting it. Uh, oh dear. No, I think they've made that clear. Too old. Um, <laughs> That's fine. And um, I... Uh, oh, ageism, it's the least... It's the least... Uh, um, Protected. It is, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's fine. I um, I don't care. I. That's what I'd put in, is that moment when a pen does that. It didn't make me think, though, it'd be good if you had roll-on deodorant that was coloured so you could see if your roll-on deodorant is doing it because you don't want to leave a patch on That's such it. a great idea and it's lovely when you're wearing a black velvet dress or something. <laughs> well, you could use great black. idea. You could yeah. use black for that. Well, yeah, black powder all under my arms. Well, but <laughs> what, what I was thinking is when it starts to wear a bit thin, day four, <laughs> you'd be able to see the uh, where, where you need to top it up. Oh, yeah. Otherwise, it's like it's like having the fourth bridge under each arm, <laughs> constantly at it. This is Frank Skinner. This is Absolute Radio. Anyway, this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Text us on eight twelve fifteen. I'd love you to follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Frank on the Radio, and email the show via the Absolute Radio website. That's my advice. Mm, okay. Can I say? Um, you may. Um, a lady, I heard from a... Mm-hmm. A lady? I went to see a lady, I've been there before. Shoes and stockings all round her head and feet all over the floor. Oh, Everybody. Okay. Yeah. Um, Joe Rockos. I wonder if she's related to... Cleo. Uh, to Cleo. She used to be everything, Cleo Rockos. Yeah, she Don't was. Know who that is. She what was in the Kenny Everett um, oh. show. Oh, yeah. okay. Um, so she said, I hope you enjoy these books. Thanks for all the laughs. Oh, what a night that was. <laughs> and um, she sent me a, some, um, a random selection, it seems to me. There's a book by Washington Irving. There's Lovely. a book by a poet I've never heard of called... Called? Orby Shipley. Okay. Orby Shipley, as far as I can tell, I probably find out that's a publisher. But um, the, mm. but the the jewel in the crown is um, Jake's Progress, which is a book of lyrics from Jake Thackeray. Oh, nice. Now, if you don't know Jake Thackeray at home, you guys at home or wherever you are, he was one of the great singer songwriters of the sixties and seventies. I saw him live on many occasions, mm. and it's got, for example, the lyrics to Brother Gorilla, which you may know. I'll give you a little... Uh, I like your impression. Through the bars of a large enclosure, the village ladies intently stared where a gorilla with massive composure was impassively combing his hair. And so it goes on. <laughs> nice um, gift. Yeah. Lovely gift. Well, yeah. I mean, the, the, the Jake, the Jake thing. I don't know what to uh, to make of the others, but we'll, we'll keep digging, so thanks for that. Mm. Mm. You uh, mentioned hearing um, from people by text message. Uh, we've had a text from 337, Tracy. Uh, morning, Frank and team. My dad was a cabinet maker, brackets carpenter. Mm-hmm. I knew that anyway. 
I grew up genuinely thinking he grew pencils out of his ear. He never corrected me. I you know, can yeah, oh, about... if you're a, if you're eh? a carpenter, oh. it's got to be. If you're a, I'm going to say, if you're a chippy. Yeah. If you're a chippy. <laughs> Cabinet maker's good. I wouldn't have liked my dad to be a candlestick maker. Oh. Oh, I don't know, though. I think, we did, one, I think we did one of those in woodwork once, a oh, candlestick. Oh, and yeah. it was quite, it felt quite... Um, no, I just like Something. to have the option to branch out, that's all. Well, you could have a candelabra. <laughs> oh, lovely. Da, 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 da. <laughs> Thank you, Liberace. I'll be the Scot to your Liberace. <laughs> yeah, well, Anytime. OK. <laughs> your place or mine? I've got to put my wig on a... Uh, on a he had like a head, I think, at the size of the bath that he used to put his wig on before he got in the bath. I like the idea of that. <laughs> It's like having company. You know what I mean? Um, yes. <laughs> you know when you lay your clothes out the night before you go to bed? Oh, yeah. It's like Did having a sentinel, a silent then? sentinel at your side. Did you do that last night, Frank? I do it um, most oh, nights, it. yeah. Love it. Mm. I used to, I used to um, actually take the socks and put the socks <laughs> in the bottom of the trousers. But that's, <laughs> that stopped. That was, looking back, that was ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> I also got a letter from uh, Odysseus Constantine. Um, Odysseus. Odysseus Constantine. Spelt um, not how I would spell uh, Odysseus, but I, when I remember when I registered my child, the registrar said, mm. "We get a lot of people come here now, and they we're not allowed to tell them the spelling." He said, <laughs> and that, she said, "And that's where all the weird spellings <laughs> come from." Because people oh, that's say, "That's why you get Chanel double L, etc." Yeah, right? yeah. Is that what you're accusing Odysseus' family? Of? No, no, not at all. Um, <laughs> you see, you say it right. I say Odysseus. I think you're Odysseus I think, is I think, correct. I think Odysseus. No, I think you're right. Look, you say Odysseus, <laughs> I say Odysseus. It might have changed recently, like Boudica. You know, oh, a... let's call the whole thing Jason. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he sent me. He works for Art and Hugh. Um, which I think, <gasps> yes. is, is that the Christian names of uh, Simon and Garfunkel? <laughs> yeah, they're, from, uh, they're, they're very Simon. good to us. They send us lovely yeah, things. Yeah, they do send. And they've sent me some uh, some light birthday presents for my child, Beano Pop Art Prince. Nice. Oh, and I read that. As I read that, I think I wonder if he's covered the rights on this, but we won't. <laughs> They're very um, responsible. I trust them. Yeah, implicitly. but you know when you get Donald Duck on a fairground right <laughs> and he's got teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. What's that? I, I spoke uh, this uh, this morning with the German Chancellor, Herr Hitler. <laughs> oh, is that happening you announced? How was it? It was too bad. I want to discuss uh, Thomas Cruz. The fourth, I believe he is, is citing. Oh, yes. I think he's he's got another name, isn't he? Cruz, I, I know what it is. Having Cruz had a crush. is his middle name, isn't it? Oh, um, sir, can I tell you on, the name? Yes, yes, Having sir. had a crush for some near time, uh, May Potter. No, oh, oh, that's wrong. Oh, May. I don't, May I don't like May Potter. May Potter. May Potter. <laughs> it's an Irish name, I believe. Is it? He's Irish. Mm, it's Irish. May it? Potter. I don't like the way it falls away at the end. It yeah. starts with May, so right, bang, and then... Yeah. It's a bit like to the way Tom's gone, it film-wise. Oh, Ooh. how dare you? It's spelt Mapatha, but it's pronounced Maypatha. Well... He's been in the UK. He's been shooting Mission Impossible 7. 7 uh -huh. and 8. Oh, fun. Is he really? Is he's it? shooting seven and... <laughs> is it honestly? Maybe it's about time they admitted that that, that mission is actually Very impossible. Possible. Yeah. <laughs> it's, well, just give up on it. It took eight films. I mean, that's a mission. They could have been doing other missions in other films. I like the fact that he's bringing a uh, comedian's double-up approach to making films. Like, I know. Back in the days when we had live comedy, a comic could yeah. do two gigs on a Saturday night. Well, I used to do five. I've done five. But, you know, you can't do five films simultaneously. You probably should those films. <laughs> yeah, they're mainly running about. Just shoot, oh, shoot, the, shoot the exploding cars from different <laughs> angles, change the odd license plate. Swap the old black polo neck oh. so you don't get the marks. Seven the white and eight. Marks. I see, that shocks me. That I, I thought uh, Tom, Tommy, mm. 
That was the thing when I grew up that people Love called Tommy. Tom would be called Tommy. Should we call him Tommy? <laughs> if you like. Tommy. Oh, no, Tommy they'd call him. Tommy. Oh, Tommy. There was a bloke <laughs> called, he was called Tom Jones, I remember, and they used to call him Tommy Jones. <laughs> I remember a motor mod said, I said, Tommy Jones. <laughs> Down Albrecht. <laughs> anyway, um, Tom, I, I'm surprised he's doing a seven and eight of anything. He wouldn't have done that in the old days, would he? Well. No, nothing's got that far as... Uh... It's. No. I think it's fairly lucrative that franchise. Yeah. Do you know how old he is? You two? Any ideas? Should we do our little guess? Um, to you first. Um, I'm going to go to you, Alan Cochran. Okay. My guess is somewhere between fifty and eighty-five. I think he's a confusing one. Well, that's a bit silly, Billy. <laughs> I think he's he's younger than me. Fifty-eight. Correct. Oh. Absolutely. Really. Oh. Da, 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 da. This that is... needs that needs a jingle. I've just got real flashbacks to school where I say something silly and then a swap pipes up with the perfect answer oh, and now no, I feel double silly. Sorry, I feel very Hermione oh, Granger. Well, you know what I like? That was so the fact that you guessed top, that Tom Cruise was 58 and then we played the boys are back in town. Well, he was, he <laughs> was back. show thing ever. He was back in town. Um, can I ask you, I'll ask you a question? How sure. long has it been since Tom Cruise was in the best-looking bloke chair? Great question. For me, Ooh. he's still in there. Oh, really? Yeah, love yeah that he's man. good. Um, I think you're, I think probably... Five years? Oh, no, 20. Yeah. No. I, I think 20? Yeah. In his defence, <laughs> I'll say this, I think he's still a good-looking guy, but I think he's so firmly, he's so firmly in the does-his-own-stunts chair that he can't have, <laughs> he can't have another chair. He can't straddle oh, okay. chairs. To me, to me, he's in the signed autographs for everyone who's oh, turned yes. chair. He's got the help some person at a scene of accident. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's got publicists, publicists saying this is all very well, but I've got to, I've got to get up at six o'clock in the morning, yeah. standing mm. in, on the red carpet. Booked while a babysitter he, for today. Yeah. <laughs> and so easily lost in a crowd. <laughs> I mean, he's essentially a travel celebrity. <laughs> oh, Apparently, he flew over here in a hold all. <laughs> We're talking about uh, <laughs> Tom Cruise in, being in London. Yeah. Uh, this. My man. Do you remember when he was on um, Oprah? Oh, yeah. And um, he was announcing that he was in love with Katie, Katie. Holmes. Mm, Katie. Katie Holmes. Yeah. Mm. And uh, and he he got on the sofa and jumped up and down oh, on yeah. the sofa in excitement. Yeah. People thought he was... Um, Mad, didn't they? Well, I think love, you know, the the madman, the lover and the poet are of a, an imagination all compact, as mm, you know. Yeah. Um, so I suppose it was supposed to be he was so much in love that he was, you know, he, he, mm -hmm. it, was, uh, it was an interesting... It made me think, I've been in a relationship coming up for 20 years, with breaks! <laughs> and... Um, and... Uh, <laughs> How long? I know they say how long is a piece of string, but how long is the period from jumping on the sofa to having to sleep <laughs> on it? <laughs> I think that would be an interesting analysis to put it. Has, has it worked with him and Katie Holmes? I yeah, think. Well, I think he actually slept on an armchair, yeah. if I remember <laughs> rightly. All oh, right. <laughs> they divorced when she was 33, which I think is his thing. He, um, his, oh, does he? All of his marriages have ended when the wife was 33. Is that right? I believe so, yeah. I mean, I'm sure it's a coincidence. I don't think he's got a calendar going for not well, long now. Well, no, it might be, might be a thing, you know, superstition thing. <laughs> yeah, he'd be lovely for me, wouldn't he? He might go for the older woman now. He might. I might have to wait till he's 80. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I think it's when they're 80 they think, oh, OK. Maybe. I don't think he's <laughs> going to make 80. Don't you? Oh. Do, 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 do your own stunts. No. Well, I like that he does his own stunts, because what I would say is it gives the film the added jeopardy element. I don't think they'll put it that out. That you don't get he, with a younger man. Chris Evansworth, I know he's going to be fine. He's oh, not going to need a hit replacement if he jumps yeah. on that building. 
Does oh, Daniel Craig do his own uh, stunt? I think he probably has to do some of them yeah, just he, to he keep does. up a little bit with Tom Cruise. Yeah. I think there must be pressure on these people oh, to do their own when they don't want to do it. Definitely. Tom is the OG, though. He always will be for me. He posted... Did you see the video he posted this I did. Week? What did is you think? Is this where he was in the taxi? In a black cab. Yeah, yeah. I found it very difficult to relax because obviously <laughs> I was worrying about the meter. <laughs> I spent the whole thing just gripping the arms of the chair. Can I tell you what I thought? I thought, how lovely to be that rich and famous that you can wander around London without any accoutrement. So Tom, he's in the cab, he gets out, he's just got the black polo neck and the mask, no coat, no Dawn Books bag, nothing. I wish he'd been suspended from the ceiling of the cab. (laughs) On 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 court. Like a baby walker. <laughs> Mission Impossible. What did you think of the video? Well, I, I it made me think. Um, oh, it made me think. Yeah, he must be doing uh, well if he's getting a black cab. Mm. Um, I think only Americans get black cabs anymore, don't they? Is that what's happened? They're like they've become like gondolas. <laughs> I think they're like a, they're a t- very much a tourist. Is that right? That's like the Central Park horse carriage. Yeah, it is. <laughs> gondolas, Central Park horse carriage, and uh, the black cab. I, I, I mean, I, I could be out of date, but um, that's how it feels. So it's nice to see him uh, putting some money into the uh, traditional he says old business. He waved at three girls on bikes, didn't he? Uh, by Buckingham Palace and he says how does that happen I'm wearing a mask I thought that was a bit of what they call a humble brag to do did they did they definitely recognise him that? <laughs> you think he faked it well <laughs> I, I wasn't sure that they had recognised him oh I see and I because he waved and they waved back now, I reckon I could they might just think he's like a bit simple and waving at well, people could think as he's if somebody driving waves to you. If you know, if I'm on the motorway and there's a kid in the car in front <laughs> waving to the back window, Always. I'll wave back. Yeah. Or they Perhaps could. I think that's what he was. Maybe they just do that, like you say, because if the black cab is like the gondola, it's like wow, someone's in a black cab. Yeah. 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 America. America. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, America. We were discussing Tom Cruise's um, humble brag there, weren't we? Where the, um, I think it was a humble brag. Or I think he's waving at the people in the park. They see a little guy in, in the back of a black cab with a mask on and a camera crew and go, oh, look, it's someone, yeah, a big deal. That is true, yeah. yeah. Camera crew, good point. And also he's going past Buckingham Palace. He's waving <laughs> from a car. Yeah. Um, I am... Um, I was surprised that he was... I mean, in my glory days, I used to have a thing called Key Man Insurance, which meant... uh, Do you remember when we won that prize? Me and uh, Emily were part of a quiz team. Say who we beat, Frank, remember? We beat more or less every journalist. Here's Morgan. Yeah, more or less every um, leading journalist in the country had their own quiz teams, and and we won comedians and... um, Sort of babes, babes and comedians. <laughs> it was the nineties. Okay, yeah. leave us alone. Yeah, and um, no judgment from me. But we won a um, a ride in a. Uh, Would you like to fly in my beautiful balloon? We won uh, a ride in a hot hair balloon. It was balloon. me, you, oh. David Badil. There was all sorts on that team. Uh-huh. You know the hot air balloon. Oh, isn't this beautiful? And it's so peaceful. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that <laughs> and I wasn't allowed to go up by my insurance company because I had key man insurance I couldn't oh. ride a horse mm. I couldn't so Tom Cruise who must have an insurance policy I mean mm-hmm. because I'm forever he's going to the cinema in London he's, mm. he's getting capped I'm amazed I am I have somebody some production manager would be absolutely furious about oh. this I think well, I think he did the cinema visit. You know, he wants to encourage people back into the cinemas. Yeah, I think him and the taxi driver he? went to um, Wagamama's and ate out to help out straight after. Yeah. They got half-price dinner. Yeah. I, d- I don't know why he doesn't try to encourage people 
back into the cinema through the medium of film. <laughs> <laughs> Why does he stop trying that? What about when he? You saw him outside the the BFI, the IMAX cinema in um, Waterloo, isn't it, Frank? Yeah. Um, I say that just because you know that manner, not because I think you run a cinema chain. No, mm-hmm. but I have, I've been to that cinema. The, the guy used to come on and say, uh, welcome to IMAX Waterloo, the biggest screen the world has ever seen. And it used to be, whoa. And then I remember he said, <laughs> I went there one and he said, the British screen, Europe has ever oh. seen and I thought oh I bet there's one in Dubai probably <laughs> and then the last time I don't think he says it he said the biggest screen that Britain I thought oh that's it just don't bring it up the biggest yeah, screen this roundabout has ever seen yeah. <laughs> I mean that's what we're moving to well he after the film the film you saw him he stood up I mean this was a bit strange wasn't it because Tom stood up and he sort of addressed the audience, mm. forgetting perhaps he had a mask on yeah. and a pan. And it was neck, dark. And it was dark. Yeah. And he said, Do you remember exactly what he said? It was something like, uh, Great to be back at the movies. Um, uh, he said, I enjoyed it or something. No, I'll tell you what he said. He said, Great to be back in a movie theatre, everybody, yeah? A movie theatre. And yeah. the thing is, it's Tom Cruise. It's one thing him saying that as Tom Cruise, but if they just said it was a man in a black polo neck yeah. addressing people... I mean, imagine if I said that in the everyman. It could have been Brian Sewell. <laughs> yeah. I, um, I got recognised in a mask. Did uh, you? Yeah, I was in a... So it can happen. Maybe it is a documentary film that Tom put out. But, my see, my, Kath, my partner, has always said to me, it's my enormous forehead that people <laughs> recognise. Wow. So she said you can wear shades or, you know, a mask or anything. It wouldn't make any difference. <laughs> wear a bandana, you're gone. Right. It's like a cloak of invisibility. Oh, yeah. So maybe he's, you know, he's got the eyes, um, yeah. Tom. Maybe maybe the mask, uh, I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt. Frank's Um, we were uh, talking about uh, Tom Cruise. I noticed uh, Tom Cruise saying, um, what did he call it? Film theatre? Movie theatre? Movie theatre. Oh, yeah. mm. Great to be back in a movie theatre, everyone. It made me think of... I also, before, I was talking about my large forehead and it always sticks in my throat a bit. Like, when I got in this morning, I explained to Sarah, the producer, that, I, that I've had toothache this week. Mm. Now, I said toothache for the first 30 oh. years of my life. And I still want to say toothache. Yeah. And I still want to say forehead instead <laughs> of forehead. I always said forehead. Really? And I've just... It's just... Uh, in London, people don't know what you're talking about. But um, I would have said... We'd find our way through. I'd have said it's great to be back at the pictures if I'd have been there. I don't think anyone... The pictures? That. Yeah. Oh. Going to... Moustache, that's gone. <laughs> would you have added? Would you, would you have added? I always enjoy a talkie. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no, he's not a fan of the talkies. He's like no. Chaplin. He's resisting. Yeah, I find them a bit. It's a gimmick. <laughs> oh, I love it when they. I love it. Chaplin held out. He wouldn't cross over. Um, he yes, did in the end. He did he? in the end, but yeah. he, he kept thinking, "No, it's never going to take off." It's did- like dinner and lunch now. Oh, yeah. My eight-year-old will still say to me, uh, "We're going to have lunch now. Dinner for you." Oh, really? In a patronising, you're from the West Midlands kind of a way. <laughs> yeah, it's very. Uh, do you say? Do you go to the obscure and say, "I am not inferior to you"? <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, I have quoted. There is a song um, about tea. Do you know that song that goes, "I like a nice cup of tea in the morning." Uh. Do you know that song? Vaguely. I do know that. And then he says, about half eleven, my idea of heaven is a nice cup of tea. So he's, we, that's where we are in the day. And then he says, I like a nice cup of tea with my dinner and a nice cup of tea with my tea. Oh. Now, that is a man who is acknowledging that yeah. lunch is really dinner. Mm. And mm-hmm. tea is a meal that you have about five o'clock. OK. And yeah. supper is cheese and onion sandwiches about half ten. Cheese and onion. Yeah. We're all different. I think we've established that. We embrace difference on this show. He was... Tom Cruise was going to see the Christopher Nolan film, Tenet. 
Yeah. Not tenant. No. No. Tenant. I wondered why it was called that, and someone said it's a palindrome, and... Well, it is a palindrome. Yes, but, but he's called it that because of this, the time space he likes to mess around with the, the time backwards. Yeah. I'm just saying he doesn't want to get caught in a trap of palindrome. So it doesn't name. mean... Tenet, does tenet mean anything? It means both. It means tenet, as in the sort of laid-down order of things. But that's double N, isn't it? Is it uh, double? Is the no, film double N? No, I don't N? believe so. No, no it's single, single N. Yes. Well, I'll get to our house. <laughs> no, that's tenant. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, very good. Very good. Oh, I really want to hit music there. It's such a good right place, but we're too early. Oh, <clears> I got a letter from Richard Taylor. You know him? Oh, but he sounds like he played snooker in the 70s. Yes. <laughs> He's in the games business. I mean, oh, the board yeah. games oh. business. Oh, board. And um, he's met a, a, a board... Well, I don't know if he has, but he's involved with a, a board game called The Good Life, which he has sent a, a copy of. And uh, there's a sticker on the front that says... It's from the Sunday Times. Mm-hmm. Don't encourage kids to become greedy bankers with Monopoly. Keep them green with this Good Life game. And I've always thought there's, I'd like more of that advertising <laughs> that really slacks off other people's products. <laughs> you almost never see that on the telly. There used to be one razor advert that used to slag off another razor, but generally right, they just yeah. pretend the others. But this is, yeah, this is Monopoly. <laughs> so what you do, instead of uh, pushing a, a car around, you use, use your wheelbarrow to move around the board to collect fruit and vegetables. <laughs> Oh. It's called uh, The Good Life. I like the sound of that. Yeah. My money is a banker. Mm. Yeah. Well, that's probably true. But it's. Uh, but th- thanks for that. I'll, uh, we'll probably play it after the show. Yeah. <laughs> Great to be back in the board games business, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text us on 81215. People have. We'll read some out in a minute. Mm. Um, follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Frank on the Radio and email the show via the Absolute Radio Webby. <laughs> um, we have had a text in. We've had several, but um, one of the most recent that I like was some... Um, Hi, Frank, Alan and Emily. I was in a pub the other night and someone was eating a bag of crisps. So far, so good yeah. on this story. I think yeah. you'll agree. I, I had a horrible feeling you'd stop there. Nope. <laughs> I started to question your judgment for comedy gold. Uh, <laughs> when they finished the packet, the individual bloke blew the empty packet up with his mouth and burst it. Oh, and of I... course, it made a loud popping bang noise, <laughs> thus scaring everyone in the room for a moment or two. People always did this in the 70s, yeah, as I recall, did. especially in Birmingham, where I'm from. Is this a forgotten <laughs> pub tradition these days? Terry from Hackney. Well, I bet you. I bet you did that, Frank. I did, and I tell you what, I also um, did what I would call the development oh. of that part two, which was you finish the crisp bag, mm. and then you lie it flat on your hand, and you karate chop it, and that makes it pop without having to blow it up. Oh. Yeah, it just traps enough in there and there to oh, blow the end. Good. That's brilliant. And then what it does as it's well a, is it means level. the side of your hand comes up in blue and purple bruises. Presumably, <laughs> oh, no, it's you, lovely. You, you chop it into your own palm. That oh, was all right. Okay. Good stuff. Um, my partner used to um, put crisp packets in the oven and make small badges. Me too. With them. Mm, me oh, too. I people had to... are different, aren't they? Yeah, oh, people. I did that. Stick I was a karate chopping on it. Them. Yeah. yeah. I I'm... did it with, I had a lovely Watsits, I remember. Oh, yeah, I've heard that. Oh, Frank. <laughs> Frank, do you remember last week on the show we discussed uh, weddings where someone didn't show up? Can I, think... I just, why I think of it, because mm. at my age I have to say it why I think of it, of course. it's gone. Yeah. Uh, did you ever do that thing of ripping in the pub, ripping the uh, crisp packet wide open and then doing a sort of gesture to your friends. Not only did I do that, but I did a very popular bit of stand-up about it that I think is available on the YouTube. I'll send it to you. Okay, Send it to you later. I thought I was on safe ground. I thought Al will never have offered the Christmas (laughs) right. (laughs) I thought, I'm expecting the the sound of him landing on the carpet when I mentioned this. (laughs) Turns out now it's part of his act. (laughs) <laughs> once once upon a time. Oh, oh that's lovely. Dear. 
you were you discussing have you ever been to a wedding where someone didn't show up? I think yes. you might have raised that, Frank. I did. I asked, me, I, I asked uh, that just to what would it be like? Mm. Well, Wayne Thompson said, my cousin got married and all the men didn't turn up between the registry office until the reception because they disappeared to watch the cup final 1979 oh, yeah. Arsenal MUFC hashtag pick the wrong date <laughs> but that, that was quite a match I seem to remember so they did the right thing Daniel Morris Die. my parents went to their friend's fourth wedding oh dear oh dear to start his speech the best man declared we all enjoy John's weddings don't we <laughs> <laughs> the bride got up and left. Really? Oh, that's bad if the bride goes. But yes, John is currently on number five. You see? Oh, John. John sounds like he's got something about him, though. I think John might have a bit of facial rice scarring <laughs> <laughs> from and multiple ceremonies. He's not putting them off, though, is it? No, still, no, he's, a, he's still he's an eligible fellow. He's got, collect, got that collector like. thing, you know. <laughs> Some people used to have the Nat West China pigs. But yeah. Also, finally, Gorgeous G one too. She's been. Oh, we've, we've had Gorgeous G before. We have. This is her second one. Hi, Gorgeous G. I've been to an afterdo where the bride and groom didn't turn up. Because <laughs> they got arrested. <laughs> wow. After the registry office. Wow. <laughs> I hope he carried her over the threshold into the cell. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I want to hear about Al's uh, <clears throat> time off. Oh yeah, for good behaviour. The uh, the Cockrell family had a a mini break. And not, I'm not going to say staycation because people get really annoyed about how it's not meant to be used as a holiday in the UK. It's supposed to be that you stay at home, but you do all the things touristy. Oh, see, I yeah, thought that's it what was staycation means. It means you stay in your own home, but you go and visit your local museums and have a picnic in the local good park and stuff. We didn't have that. What we did was we went to the New Forest, which oh, um, lovely. What I've about, never really been to it about, before. What about if you had a Chinese restaurant and you did steak in the sort of Eastern style and you called it Steak Asia? That's very good. Okay. If anyone listening, you can add I think you need to stop throwing out these quality business ideas. <laughs> I'm fine. To I've, I don't have time to do another. Well, I'm starting business. to think you might have been behind uh, grills with a Z in Birmingham, <laughs> where I, my card was discovered recently after fraudulent activity. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah I Meanwhile, that. back in the campsite. New Forest. Well, I'm. I'm. I'm <clears throat> what I really want to talk about is not my holiday. I'll come to it in a minute. But, oh, but I do. But why is it called the New Forest? What's the old forest? Sherwood. I don't know. I mean, that's one of those. There used to be some shops by us called the New Shops, and they've been there since before <laughs> I was born. Yeah. And it yeah. just stuck. Also, New York. Yeah. The thing everybody talks about at the New Forest, which is great, is that there's wild horses. They're yes. lovely, those horses. Ponies, aren't they? Stunning. No, there's ponies as well, but there's wild horses. Oh, is actual there? wild horses. Well, there's and, loads. And you, they say they're wild, and then you see them up close, and they've got a little bit of cloth going under their jaw, which makes them look like... Um, Have they? Yeah. What? Toothache? They, I don't know if it's toothache. I'm assuming it's a way that humans keep track of them somehow. It sounds like 1960s uh, comic book toothache. <laughs> well, you know what they look like now? They look like smokers at a bus stop with the face mask under the chin. That's oh. what they look like. Have they honestly got stuff on? They've got them? a little bit of fabric under I'm Somebody that lives near them will tell yeah, us what they are. Can you tell us why, oh, yeah. why the uh, new forest... This is the horses, not the ponies. There'll be someone horses. in the middle. We might get Mark Kermode. He lives right bang in the middle of those ponies. Does Really? Yeah, yeah. In a house or just right in the middle I don't of the want forest? To disclose his <laughs> no, I think details. I think I think what he does, he lies on his back <laughs> and then he uses his quiff as a sort of Jim Carner. That's <laughs> nice for the Yeah. It's uh, it's quite a sight to see. <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Um five oh five has been in touch with some useful information as a as we like to call it on this show. <laughs> uh, the thing around the pony's throat, this is in the New Forest where yeah. I was uh, recently on a mini break. The, the thing around the pony's throat is a reflective collar. Whilst they all roam free, they are all owned by people. Oh. Are they? Didn't know that. No, oh, that spoiled it a bit. Yeah. I, I thought that was it. They were wild. 
Well, they say wild horses, like some of the road signs say, and some of the the bump, you know, when you're reading about the area. I'm struggling every time you say wild horses. I really yeah, want to go, wild horses. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, they're owned. Turns out. So they're not wild horses. Um, but I would like to ask you a question about collective nouns. And I know it almost feels like... Uh, you know, well-trodden comedy territory where mm. people go, a murder of crows or whatever the sharks one is, the school. I encountered a new one recently and I don't know if it's a real one or if it's just a quirk go of on. my brother-in-law's speech. He said, when we were there, we'd had a bagel, like the kids had had a bagel with oh, peanut butter. We'd all had a bagel. <laughs> yeah, we'd all had it a bagel. It did have a manner of we'd all had a bagel. <laughs> Absolutely right. And then as he was leaving, he said, oh, there's another sleeve of bagels in the kitchen <laughs> if you're interested. I like that. It's quite a... Cl- it's like he's an ecclesiastical, Frank. But is, is he in a mariachi band? <laughs> But he's a... A sleeve of bagel. I mean, I feel in both ways. Like, I think it could be a thing that it's a collective noun. People talk about a sleeve of bagels. Or it could be a quirk of his that he doesn't even... You know, he won't care if I'm making fun of him on the video about it. I'm thinking that that he's talking about that packet that they come in. Yeah. That long thing. So I So I don't think he's a collective noun for bagels. No. Um, but sleeve, no, no. I've never said sleeve in my life. It's nice in though, context. isn't it? I'm just thinking, but it? you could have a sleeve of biscuits. <laughs> I think you could is just as nice? easily have a sleeve of biscuits. Oh, Sorry, never can we all that. stop pretending sleeve is a thing with food? Oh, it is now. <laughs> I, know, it's, I think it's, it makes absolute sense. Well, I have to say it's very catchy because I haven't thought of bagels without thinking of sleeves since he said no. it. It's, and, and you know, if you get like a big load of burger buns, you know those sort of 12, mm. I consider those now a suitcase or an attaché case <laughs> of well, burger I, buns. I mean, if you're going to wear your heart on your sleeve, it's much safer to wear it on a sleeve of bagel. Yeah. Sleeve of bagels. I'm sure that's a Sherlock Holmes story, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. A sleeve of bagels. So it's not, it's not a thing. Is that what you're telling me? That it's a quirk of his? Have you ever said sleeve? Honestly, Frank, outside of this show, um, other than shirt sleeve mm. or something like that, no, I okay, haven't. But you. you know what? I might now. Mm-hmm. No, here we go. Well, I'm <clears throat> going to use it as a phrase forever. I'm trying to think what we buy by the sleeve. <laughs> <laughs> I think you can get a sleeve of um, wine gums. I seem to remember they used to come in like a oh. long see-through. Uh-huh. That makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I only bought them for lying down. I didn't actually eat them. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you went on a... You were in a caravan, is that right? We stayed in a little um, campsite in New Milton. Not a campsite where people can go and camp, but a place where it's got, like, I want to say static caravans. You know those things? Yeah. Yeah. And... um, I'll be honest, it was a little tired. It was a, and that's new Milton. What must old Milton be like? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they only had three dinner chairs and were a family of four. The, there was one of the chairs oh. had broken, a previous guest had broken a chair. I've never heard of a dinner chair. You know, like a dining room chair. Yeah. But I came up with an inventive solution to it. Oh, Go yeah, on. what did you do? Did I, it said, involve a- I said to my family, all right, each day... We have to keep our eyes out for one of us saying something really stupid and then they have to eat separately from us at dinner time. It's subjective. It was mostly me. I thought that was... That's a musical chair solution. (laughs) Screaming (laughs) out there. Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. You were talking just now, or Al, do you want to remind us how your brother-in-law referred to the bagels? Uh, He said there's another sleeve of bagels in the kitchen. (laughs) So some of our readers have got in touch regarding their sort of sleeve usage. Hmm. Jules McLean, my husband, says there's a sleeve of tennis balls. Ah, yeah. He also says golf balls come in sleeves. Yes. Rich says watches. A sleeve of watches. Because mm, they're presented on a sort he on, of... Does he work on the black market? <laughs> <laughs> they're presented on a sort of velvet sleeve, I suppose. Oh, thief. yeah, there is, is a, there is a, that sort of thing. I say velvet, a faux velvet. 
And then someone has also forwarded us, I think it's Liz Hartney, uh, her forthcoming Nespresso delivery because it says our capsules are packaged in sleeves, Ah. each containing ten capsules. And, of course, you can get a, a sleeve of police dogs. (laughs) <laughs> you know when you see police dog training the man running away always has a fat sleeve that he sort of holds out for the dog oh, I see. to bite the police do- can that, what music would they always play at that what song would you think of I'd think of well it's a bit more the actual chase intruder but when those dogs actually chase real intruders they must have been thinking it was like a very bad baton handover in the real life get your arm out what are you doing get your arm out you know how it works oh um, they used to get them at their park in the park like at the fates summer fates you'd get the they used to jump through uh, hoops of fire and stuff, the police Is dog. the Alsatian still the police dog of choice? Oh, I think so, yeah. Yeah, OK. And also used to get the uh, motor, the police motorcycle display team who used to form a human pyramid <laughs> oh, yeah. on the back of a bike. I mean... Very good. That, you see, why don't the, the police go on about community policing? If they're travelling around like that, people would... You know, they'd they, they get a sort of oh. red arrows affection. Um you uh, you asked earlier why people turned against Crocs because when they came in, like they were widely they regarded were. as cool. People thought they were mm. great. They were, yeah, they were innovative and stylish. I think were your exact words. They had they had everything. <laughs> I still feel like, but most people, not just gone off them, but I'm talking about the Croc mockery, which is uh, yes, mockery, <laughs> Croc mockery. It's just, it's everywhere. Zero eight two has said hi team. I think it was to do with the people eager to adopt them frequently paired as they were with a pair of three-quarter length trousers (laughs) certain middle-aged friends of mine did this i tend not to see them anymore wow but you see again that's Mm. a big reaction whereas uggs have stayed acceptable Mm. not entirely Um, no they are still (laughs) acceptable i still and i know this is a old-fashioned thing but i still man uggs i have a problem with Oh, oh yeah. yes, no one's suggesting we do a Ronnie Wood on it. The Ronnie Wood black man. <laughs> I'm just man saying, of... or Lawrence Fox. I'm just saying. Does he wear that? Yeah. character? Yeah, I always associate with some sort of soreness. <laughs> <laughs> I think. I think people think, you know, I can't wear a proper shoe. I couldn't wear anything with, oh, a, with yeah. a proper seam. <laughs> I'll have to uh, og my way through. <laughs> If your feet are very bad, you can maybe Ogg just wear a a, an old sleeve oh, yes. on the car. <laughs> this is Frank Skinner. Frank Skinner. This is Absolute Radio. My, uh, my tour manager, Omar, has sent me a picture of himself in the fake Crocs. Oh. I mean, is that legal? Am, am I all right having that on my phone? No. I don't know. Well, I haven't um, seen the picture. I'm not quite sure what else is happening <laughs> well, in it. I don't know how litigious the uh, Crocs people are. Good question. Mm. Um, 660, Nasher of Bedford, who's one of our oh, regular... Hi, Nasher. Uh, hi, all. In the days of vinyl, the cover that the record came in was known as a sleeve. Yeah, that's that. true. Yeah. And it was an inner sleeve, of course. And then he says... Uh, funny that records also have holes in the middle, much like bagels. Oh, maybe it's just that then. <laughs> Do you get a sleeve of polos? Oh. No. Okay. What about that, um, Nasha? There's a programme that um, my son is obsessed with called um, Dennis and Nasha Unleashed. Uh-huh. Oh. On, uh, it's on CBBC. Mm. And the theme tune, it sort of goes, it's sort of heavy guitar. Do, 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 do. And they're going, Dennis, Nasha, Dennis. But the way it's distorted, it really sounds like Dennis Thatcher. Oh. <laughs> and it's really weird, these like, rock voices <laughs> screaming Dennis Thatcher <laughs> over and over. It seems it's not a thing you ever heard even when he was in his pomp in the 80s. No. Although it could have been one of those uh, punk bands in the late 70s. Dennis <laughs> Thatcher. 
I've had some sleeve correspondence. Oh, yeah. David, he says in Glasgow, a carton of cigarettes is known as a sleeve of fags. Is it really? I believe so, yeah. I like that. Uh, no stranger says the same. Cigarettes come in sleeves. A 200 pack is known as a sleeve. And Michael says, a friend of mine once told me he ate a whole sleeve of Weetabix. <laughs> <laughs> I like that friend on two counts there. <laughs> Big appetite yeah. and interesting vocabulary. <laughs> it used to be there used to be a thing about three shredded wheat. Was that the thing oh, that if yeah. you had three oh, shredded yeah. wheat, you were? I remember Ian Botham did an advert which suggested his um, masculinity had mm. been. It, was it sort of implied it was um, a, f- a, hu- a feat that very few humans could achieve? I, yeah. think, I think it was. Yeah, mm-hmm. ridiculous. Um, we've also had some uh, interesting information uh, on the new forest, re the new forest. Your question about the new forest ponies has been answered and they're all owned by commoners who have grazing rights on the forest. They're occasionally rounded up and there are regular auctions in guineas. However, they aren't broken in, I guess that means tamed. I thought there'd be regular auctions in whinnies. <laughs> <laughs> Visitors, however, try to feed and pet them, and this is not good. It brings them into the car parks and campsites and onto the roads. Also, feeding them messes up their digestion, can make them ill and interferes with the job of grazing on the forest. Cows and pigs are also released. The pigs Ooh. eat the acorns, which are poisonous for the ponies. How do the cows... Um, they're helping each other out. I think they're thinking of the moo forest. <laughs> <laughs> no, there were cows there. We saw well, them. I never oh, saw yeah. any. I, I like the idea of the horses and ponies being on the campsite. Yeah. You yes. know when you got to go to, like, the, yeah. the, the shower block and it's dark... <laughs> Just, just get on a horse. Shower block. <laughs> you know the shower block. No, I don't. I used to see people walking confidently to the shower block and then coming back falling over guide ropes and stuff because they hadn't got their lenses in anymore. Oh, uh, anyway. Um, well, look, we 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 near we near the end, and uh, it's been uh, as ever. You know what? We did a pre-record and stuff last week. I can't. I, being in the studio is so good, isn't it? Nice. It's like a different makes makes me happy. Anyway, thank you for all your texts and all your involvement. And if the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, we'll be back again this time next week. Now get out. This is Frank Skinner. Skinner. This is Absolute Radio.